Hi, welcome to Soul Worthy Love. I am your host, Rinsey. Soul Worthy Love is your one-stop relationship podcast on everything marriage, dating, and of course, relationships. As we always say, love is safe. If it's not safe, it's not love. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Worthy Love. Hi, Dr. Lise. Hello, Rancy. Hello, everyone. Nice to be with you again. Sharing through the magic of uh, the World Wide Web, all these interesting conversations. And hopefully my goal with doing these podcasts is to bring um, lots of healing into people's heart and also debunk the fact that people are scared of going into a relationship because, as we've said many times before, love is safe. If it's not safe, it's not love. That is absolutely correct. And, you know, speaking of love in the summer, I am currently rewatching Gilmore Girls. It's one of my favorite, favorite shows to watch. And it's interesting because the first time I watched it, I was 15, right? And now I'm rewatching it eight years later. And it's like, there are so many different sentiments and feelings I have about the show and different feelings I have about the characters as well. And specifically after working with you, Lise, everything on the show that is about love, which a lot of it is based around relationships and stuff, I have gotten, I guess, a much more different perspective from the characters because of that, right? So for instance, Mm -hmm. when I was 15 and I watched this episode, I know exactly which season, which episode. Season four, episode 22. (laughs) Um, In this episode, Rory, who is one of the lead characters, she sleeps with her ex-boyfriend, Dean, And Dean is married. Mm. So when I watched it at age 15, I was like, oh, okay. Like she made a dumb choice. Right. And, but watching it eight years later, I was like, okay, there is something that Rory is dealing with like deep down. And there's a part of Dean that she can't let go, but she was the one who broke up Dean in the first place. And she was super, unhappy that Dean got married she was kind of jealous and envious and you know Dean he was clearly unhappy with his marriage as well right but then I think about what you say at least all the time is like cheating is a symptom right yes yeah it's interesting listening to you because I once you understand more about love and the difference between love and infatuation, you can rewatch a show and you look at it in a totally different manner. Because when we confuse infatuation with love, we feel all these intense emotions. And once we understand that people do these type of things, like going back and sleeping with an ex, actually comes from a place of feeling that something is missing in their life and grasping at anything to save themselves from the feelings of loneliness and abandonment and what if I made a mistake and all of these things it's it is so so interesting like I was working with a client this week and 
when he was in his 20s, he was uh, with a woman who lived really far away from him. And but they had they loved each other and they spent a lot of time together and really loved each other, but decided that they were great together, but they were not gonna be able to be a couple. And that that's something really interesting to explore. It's like you can really love someone, but decide to live under the same roof and build a life together, it's not going to work. And because he had not processed it when he was in in his 20s, he just put a lid on it and tried to forget about it. Now it was popping up because now he's married and he loves his wife. And he had to re-experience that moment when he thought he had made a mistake in his 20s by letting her go. But now as a wiser person, he has his wife, he has his daughter, he loves them both. But he still was hanging on to that doubt inside what if I made a mistake what if but then looking back and go no I didn't make a mistake because even though we dearly loved each other from our hearts we realized that we were not going to be a couple and that that is something that when you're consciously loving instead of being infatuated if you're infatuated you feel you cannot live without this person but if you love this person and they love you and you understand that to live a life as a couple, you need other things than just love. You need values that align, the habits that aligns, and all kinds of things that you can make work. It's it's possible to let go of someone totally from a place of love. But if you haven't dealt with it, then you might have thought that you had made a mistake. So that's what was very healing for him in the session, because that was like 20 years, like 25 years later, doing this work and realizing, oh, I had not dealt with my decision, but now I can see that I'm, I made the right choice and it's okay to let it go. Because as long as we hang on to these little doubts in our consciousness, it prevents us from moving forward and having like more connection with our spouse that we have now. So obviously it sounds like she, she was regretting having made the, you know, the disconnect from Dean. And sometimes it's our ego also. And there's so many different reasons why she might have been jealous after and wanting to have him back. Some of it is feeling I'll never find someone just as good, you know, to be with me now. Uh, I'm feeling so lonely. I know we had this connection. I just need to feel good with I'm like a moment. I just need to numb my pain. People do these things. Those of you who are listening right now who might have done something like this or are doing something like this, uh, there's no judgment on my part. For sure, it's a lot better when we are clear in our hearts because being in between is limbo, Is feels like hell. It's not fun. It's stressful. That's why I encourage people to, to be really clear on their values. And remember, we have our famous... Um, happy relationship checklist where number one be with someone who wants to be with you maybe Dean and you know, I didn't catch on the clues that she didn't want to be with him and then that was making 
her feel superior to him. And that's whenever we become self-righteous in a relationship, that's when we want to dump the others because we don't realize what we have. So number one, always be with someone who wants to be with you. Number two, someone who has a track record of being a good friend. So you can have one, you can have two. And number three is someone with similar core values. And that is something that if we don't share these core core values, it just makes the relationship a lot more challenging. And remember, we have like eight areas of the self. We have spiritual, we have social, we have familial, career, financial, physical, spiritual in our environment. I think I, I said them all. And when we spend a lot of energy, let's say in the romantic area, if you let's say you have, imagine you have a watering can of water and you have a garden. If you have a big garden and only one watering can and you try to use that watering can to water the whole garden, the whole garden is going to die because not enough water. So we need to be really aware of how we use our water. And in this case, our energy. So if you if you spend like 50% of your energy just to keep your romantic life together, then you don't have all that energy that usually can come from being in a good relationship that you then can use to water the rest of the areas of your life not available to you. And that that is so so messy. So make sure that your core values are matching so you don't feel you're using all your energy all the time just to keep this relationship going. Number four is realizing that all relationship will face challenges and that through working through challenges, we can jump more in love. But that's a different thing than it's not constant all the time. It's like some things happen and then we work through them and then we fall more in love with each other. And number five is a good sexual connection. So when you have all these five there, you know you've got a really good relationship going on. And those of you who are listening right now and you feel in limbo, you don't feel so good in your heart, you're not sure what you should be doing, download the uh, on the, the happy relationship checklist, look at it. And then you can look back at your past relationship and if you feel you made a mistake, you don't know what, look at those five points and score them and see like, oh, there was a reason why we left this relationship, why this relationship didn't last. So that you can make peace and now stop hanging on in the past with this ex-person and move forward and go get yourself. A lot of people I find get hooked on their past relationship. Not because they really think that the old relationship was good or would last and that was the right relationship. It's because they're afraid they won't find true love. And each and every one of us is worthy of love. And the more we are clear on who we are, what our values are, and when we know that what we're looking for in another partner and if you don't settle, don't waste your energy with people that you know are not the right people, but that often we end up hanging around them just because we're afraid. What if I can only have this? What if I can never really have what my full heart wants? And this is the, the magical moment when, when we fully commit 
that I'm going to get what my heart desires. That's when you get it. But when we are afraid that, that we're not worthy of having love, that we'll never have true love, that I shouldn't ask for what I want, then we're not happy. And we stay in that place and always wonder, what if, what if, what if? So since you're worthy of love, committing to having that perfect balance for you, that perfect complement to you, who you are, then you will have it. I, I speak from experience. This is not something I read in a book. And like, I work with thousands of people. So I know from my clients, but I also know from my own life. The day that I decided I could have what my heart wanted, that I didn't have to settle. The day I committed to having that, that's the day my partner showed up. Because before that... I would date men and we would have a good time. And then I guess they would Google me and find out, oh my goodness, oh, she's scary. Oh, we would have a really nice dinner. They would walk me back to my home and they would see my home as a big home. And then like, oh my goodness, I'm not good enough. So then I decided, okay, I'm not going to keep myself small. I'm going to be who I am. So I was online dating, so I changed my profile and I made myself big and I attracted men who I thought, you know, wouldn't be scared of me because they were successful in their own career. They were making things happen, but they were not connected enough in their heart. So even though career wise and financially wise, they were they were matches to me in their heart. They didn't have that connection in their heart. So it was not working with that. So I realized, okay, I made sure that I showed who I was and then I made sure to write who I wanted to be with. And the following day, I got you know, a message saying, wow, you got a great profile. Because that's what I decided at that moment. I decided I want to be with someone who I'm going to juice. Somebody who's going to like, they're going to be inspired by being with me and I'm going to be inspired by, by being with them. So we're going to have harmony. We don't have to change who we are. We accept who we are individually. And so we can have fun together, but that's, that's an exercise. That's why for me, a romantic relationship is a spiritual evolutionary process because the only way you're going to be able to have true love is if you love yourself enough to see your light and dark side, to acknowledge who you are. And then you understand what love is all about. It's not about someone coming in and take away all your pain. A true romantic, consciously loving relationship is about two partners sharing times together your partner is in charge of their happiness. You're in charge of your happiness. And then we share moments together that help us discover more and more about what it means to love. Because when we love, we feel happy. So being in a consciously loving relationship is an amazing experience that, that will bring you closer to a spiritual life. Because whenever they... For me, the highest form of spirituality is unconditional love. I think God is unconditional love. And when you ma manage through your life, through your romantic relationship, to learn about yourself, about love, about loving another being, you experience more gratitude. And then 
when you bring that in all the different facets of your life for your career, your your health, your social, your like the more love you can bring on all the different areas of your life, the more you feel like you're living heaven on earth. And that's my my goal. I want to help people create heaven on earth because when people live heaven on earth, they respect self, they respect others, they respect the environment, they're grateful. It's a total different energy that's brought into the world when we do that. So that's why I created, I wanted to create the Soul with a Love um, program because I know that starting with romantic life is a big place where we can make huge shift in our uh, global consciousness by bringing love, by bringing respect, by bringing this spiritual connection to the heart through love. Lise, I really loved how you dissected everything in terms of Rory's relationship and Dean's perspective as well. And I can tell you that, so going through one to five, right, the happy relationship checklist, while the number one being with someone who wants to be with you, and you were talking about the ego, and that almost to me seemed like something tied to number three in terms of Rory's core values because Rory is incredibly smart. Like she got into Yale and she prioritizes education in school, right? However, Dean's wife wanted him to quit school and work. And so when Dean was chatting with Rory just as friends, and this is like after Dean got married, Rory was like, well, why are you quitting school? And I guess having her say that made Dean realize like, oh, you know, my wife is making me do the wrong thing or like have the wrong, make the wrong choice. So Dean and his wife had different similar core values. And then also Rory and Dean had different core values. And I think that's why when they were dating, it also really didn't work as well, um, but also for other reasons because Rory fell in love with another man. And I just... Or infatuation. <laughs> or infatuation, yes. And so throughout Rory's relationships, like I don't think she really felt like she was safe, except with Dean, which is why when they slept together, she was telling her mom, she was like, he makes me feel safe. The yeah. thing is, we feel safe with someone who makes us feel connected in our hearts. And I can see from the story that you're telling me, like, if your partner asks you to go against your heart, you're not loved. Like, his wife asking him to stop going to school, even though that's what he wanted, that's not being loving. That's being self-serving. And that's that's why we. it's very important when we are in a relationship that the definition that I have for that that helps me the most is wanting the best for another being while respecting your needs. So I understand probably his wife wanted him to start making more money or something like this. But if you love your husband, you want the best for him. Like what is the best for him while respecting your needs? So, okay, so you need this for more money. Go make your own money. So that's that's the way I would have used it in that situation. Lise, you're absolutely right, because she wanted to buy a townhouse. And that's why 
Dean ended up quitting school and Rory was like, well, if you quit school, right, you might not want to go back in the end. And she was like, education is super important. But Dean's wife was like, well, we need a bigger house. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and because of that, Dean was kind of like stuck in the middle and obviously Rory and Dean, their first loves, all of that. There's like a sentiment almost attached to the relationship as well. But after this whole situation, Rory was like, let me talk to you again. They did not end up talking. They ended up sleeping together again. Right. And it's like <laughs> pulling back in the same. Situation. Yeah. And, and, and we know like if some of you are listening and you're in a similar situation right now, I know you feel it doesn't feel good. And at the same time, you're afraid of letting go because you're afraid of letting go because you're afraid of the future without this person. But since you're worthy of love, since you're worthy of love, give your heart the best thing. If this person and you are not supposed to be together, let it go. Trust and open yourself up to being true about who you are and who you want to be with. And the day you become clear on that, that's the day that you'll be able to attract that person in your life. Absolutely agreed. So I hope this was kind of like a fun dissection of Gilmore Girls. If you're interested in more of these kind of episodes, let us know. And, you know, Lisa and I are happy to watch and then just talk about it on the show. So thank you so much, Lise, for chatting with us. And we hope everyone has a wonderful day. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Soul Worthy Love. We have new episodes every Tuesday.